first two by the dark side, young Skywalker has become Be mindful of your thoughts, Anakin, they betray you. of Star Wars Theory Series on Pure Fandom. I am one of your hosts, Liz Prue, joined by my co-host and youngest, oldest younger brother, Patrick Pohop. Hey. And uh, we are joined by other fellow co-hosts, our baby brother, Marty Pohop. Hi. And my husband, Eric Prue. What's up? And we have our live audience member, Anthony. Uh, woo! Woo! You got a shout out. Okay. Um, we think he's seen Star Wars. If not, he acts like he does, and it makes us feel good. Um, we're back after a long hiatus. Yeah, it's been way too long. It's been way too long. It was a busy winter, but after the 40th anniversary Star Wars celebration, it got us ramped up again. This is part 16. It's been quite the journey. It really has. Mm-hmm. And this week we're going to talk about... Uh, Obviously, the last Jedi trailer. So good. What it entails. Um, we have some pretty good nuggets for you guys. We've been talking a lot about Rebels and Clone Wars, the TV shows in our last podcast, and this trailer had a lot of those feels in it. So I'm really excited. Also, I sound super congested, and I'm sorry. It's okay. It's everyone. The, the, the pollen, the midichlorians. I mean, it's, oh man. Yeah, the midichlorian count is very high around. I have so many midichlorians. Like, people think it's ears of corn, it's ears of midichlorian. Okay. Chlorian on the cob. (laughs) Get it? I got no laughs. The gallery, I think, was laughing. Yeah, yeah, we at least got our one live audience member that's tweeting on his phone. Okay. So... (laughs) Uh, first off, I just want to get everyone's, let's just get everyone's thoughts first, um, on the trailer. Like, just give us your, like, quick, loved it, didn't love it, super jazzed, really confused, what do you think? Pat, I'll go to you first. Um, I thought it was awesome. I mean, they, they pretty much gave, like, little nuggets here and there, but I'm also a little skeptical, too, because they reminded me of the Force Awakens trailer, where I'm thinking, at least to me, they it was made it pretty obvious that Ray is the chosen one from all the stuff they're referencing. But it's like you thought that Finn was supposed to be the Jedi in the mm-hmm. Force Awakens trailer, so they could just be, you know, pulling your leg or misleading you. Yes. So th- those are my thoughts about it. Which we'll definitely dive into that. Yeah. Marty, what were your thoughts? She's definitely a Kenobi. Thank you. <laughs> invested into that theory, and I think um, from the trailer and then also other things that we've talked about in previous podcasts that I think she is definitely a Kenobi and it'll totally it'll totally turn like the whole storyline from being all about Skywalkers to being all about Kenobis. So what Ooh. was it about the trailer that made you think her she was a Kenobi? Well you could say that what I'm about to say is gonna be it could apply to Skywalkers, but um, the way she was kind of on her own, like the way Ben Kenobi was at the beginning of Episode 4, 
Um, but the Skywalkers, you could say the same thing about them, like how they're sort of isolated a little bit before they're kind of brought into the main scene. Um, so that's kind of the vibe that I was getting from it. Interesting. You're giving me some good follow-up questions to that. Love it. Husband? Well, uh, I only saw it once, um, but overall, very cryptic. Luke's obviously very involved in training right. I am still optimistic that a lightsaber will be made in episode eight. And Ooh. I am optimistic that that is where Luke is, so they're going to be able to go through that process, hopefully, together. That would be so cool. I would love that, because Very let's cool. just, all right, let's go from there then. That's a perfect mm-hmm. way to go, babe. Thank you. Perfect segue into diving deeper into the discussion. Okay, so what we want from episode eight and what theories we have from the new podcast, definitely focusing more on the Jedi lore versus Skywalker lore or like uh, Senate Empire battle, rebellion battle, um, which I like because that's what people always want more more of. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like... Um, Wherever Luke is, we saw this book that had like, or a piece of paper, whatever it was, Pat, we're going to talk to you about this in a second, that showed this light, and it said in the trailer something about balancing the light and the dark. Obviously, that's like old Republic-type shit, and then we, not shit, awesome shit. Uh, And then, of course, that would make one assume that we're going to see a freaking lightsaber made. We just rewatched. uh... Return of the Jedi, we actually watched it last night. And I always get so pissed when Luke just, like, shows up and R2-D2 just, like, spits out this green lightsaber at him while they're about to go in the sand monster. And you're like, where the hell did he get that? Mm-hmm. Like, what the heck's going on? So, yeah, we, we want to see that made. But I want to talk about this book that we saw in the trailer. Actually, what quick thought, too, about the lightsaber being made. Have you guys seen the episode in Clone Wars where they do that? Thank You've you. I've watched it on YouTube because you told me about mm-hmm. it. It's so cool. Like they just have like this. It's all with the the padawans, and they go to I can't remember what the planet's called, but it's like a mine of kyber crystals, mm-hmm. and they have to go in. And was it Jedha? It was. It wasn't in Jeddah. It was some like win, It was. It looked almost like Hoth. It was like a winter planet, and they have to go into like this ice cave, and each of them has their own path to take to get their find their kyber crystal. And one of them learns, like, courage. One of them is perseverance. One of them's, you know, unselfishness. Mm-hmm. And so there's some, like, morality to each one finding their kyber crystal. What? That's cool. Yeah, Very cool. See? Cool. But each one is unique. Yeah, and then um, they, yeah. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what I was going to say. Exactly, because each, each Jedi has a different trait. So mm-hmm. they, they're trying to, like, teach them a lesson when finding their crystal. And actually, there's, like, this ice uh, gate that keeps closing as the day, um, as it gets to night. And so, like, if they don't find their crystal by, like, like 7 o'clock or whatever, they, the cave actually closes on them. And Yoda's like, we won't wait for you. Like, you're just going to be trapped. <gasps> That's wow. pretty hardcore. Oh, shit. I didn't see that part in the clip. Yeah. Damn. So what was Anakin's? Like, was his trait, like, just being bae? And perfect. I mean, unfortunately, it didn't show his. Oh, okay. Because it was during the Clone Wars. <laughs> so Anakin was already in, like, grown-up A mode. So. Right. Grown-up <laughs> A mode. Love it. All right, so tell us about this book that we saw in the trailer. You see what we would think are raised fingers over 
what looks like um, the same kind of star that we're putting on the wallpaper in our baby nursery. Um, so, which makes me feel really good. But, and then, they, you know, they say something about balancing light and dark. So can you tell us a little bit about what, where we've seen this book before in canon Star Wars? So I actually don't think that, I don't, at least to my knowledge, I don't know if we've actually seen the book before, but I will say in Clone Wars, like, someone at the Jedi Temple, they got, like, some distress signal about this, like, insane, you know, reading of the Force. And they're like, oh, we got to go check it out. So Obi, Anakin, and Ahsoka go and check it out, and it happens to be, like, the netherworld of the Force, whatever, so they get, they go there, and it's, like, this, like, dimension, and it has the good, the bad, it's, like, this, the, the guy is bad, the girl is good, and then there's the father, who, like, balances it between the two, and he keeps them in this, like, dimension, so they don't, like, wreak havoc or whatever, and so what turns out is, is Anakin actually balances the two out, and the guy, like, suspected he was the chosen one, and he was like, you're balancing the light in the dark. You have to stay here. Like, this is your destiny. He goes, and he goes, no. He goes, I've got to go back to Coruscant. Like, I'm a Jedi. Like, I'm I not, got shit to do. I'm not going to stay here. I've got, you know, Natalie Portman to bang. You know, Absolutely. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so Luke I can lay it to make. Yeah. <laughs> is he? So, when, but, it, but it showed him because they were, it showed that they were, because the, the good and the bad weren't going to let them leave. And Anakin actually, like, puts them in their place. And the dude's like, dude, you're the chosen one. You know, and Anakin's like, whatever. Just being a douchebag. So, really? Yeah. Damn. And so when Ray was like, I see the light in the dark, and then they show the book where it, it shows the balance. They actually, I think they have that picture or something similar to it in Clone Wars. Okay. I have to rewatch the episode. But when I saw that, I'm thinking, okay, they're either making it painfully obvious that she's the chosen one, or that the chosen one is going to be revealed in episode eight, whether mm-hmm. it's Ray or if it's. Anakin reincarnated, who the hell knows, but... Okay, yeah. I love that, and definitely going to queue up that episode. Let's let's throw something at you, and again, this is us just watching the four through six um, episodes recently. I know your, your team Luke, alright? He's underrated, okay? He's boss. He's been chilling, like, doing the work of whatever he's been doing on this planet forever, I don't believe he has been in isolation without some sort of uh, agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike Yoda, who was just like making soup in the swamp. <laughs> I think that. Well, and then also we also tend to forget, without question, Luke told Sidious to suck it in episode six. <laughs> like, he didn't even care. Like, it wasn't even, like, really a choice for him. He was just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. He basically trained himself because Yoda was on his deathbed. Why the hell wasn't Luke the chosen one? And I'll tell you why I think he is. I think Luke is the chosen one because he said in the trailer, it's time for the Jedi to end. And if you watch episode six, Yoda says something to him about being the last Jedi. Now, I believe it's something in context of if you don't complete XX and X, you will be the last. But I think he is the last. And part of being the chosen one isn't this, like, glorious, I'm the chosen one, I saved the world thing. I think it's almost like a martyr thing, Mm -hmm. a sacrifice. And after listening to what you just said about that episode in Clone Wars, where Anakin's destiny was to take this place in this dimension and balance this light and dark. Um, I think that Luke may be the chosen one. Ray is a mother frickin' Kenobi, okay? Absolutely. Um, 
She's a Kenobi. And um, I think maybe he might train her. And uh, I don't know if he's if he's training her about or at least showing her all of this stuff. There has to be some purpose to it. If he says it's time for the Jedi to end, they either cut off what he says right before that. Like, if we don't do this, then it's time, you know, for the Jedi to end or something like that. Um, Because I believe he is a and if you watch, sorry, now I'm rambling, but I'm, these thoughts are coming into my head now. And it's also mixed with pregnancy brain, so cut me off if I'm going off on the, on the deep end here. But I think um, after, again, watching episodes four through six, like, he has been so devout and uh, just committed to being a Jedi that it just wouldn't make sense that he would just be like, oh, screw this, like I'm done. You know, he plays such a big part of the storyline that him just kind of like saying peace out would have no real purpose to it. It would almost like piss off a fan if that was like the case, right? Yeah, Luke's always been our he's always been the golden boy, but the golden boy, like now that we see like hard Luke, like badass Luke, it's like, yes, like you are full circle. Luke Skywalker is my fave, other than my husband, Obi Wan Kenobi, like he doesn't count, but Luke is my favorite by far. Yeah, I mean, you, you definitely make a strong case because it's like he he brought Anakin back to the light, and you know, and, and he, yeah. he stood up to the Emperor, and no one had ever really done that before. They just like, just like you know, followed his bidding. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what is your bidding, yeah. Master? Master. I mean, you know. he just and he still had faith in Vader. You know, his dad like. Luke's just right up boss, man. All right, now I want to ask you guys about, uh, and cut me off if you have something else to say about the Luke thing, but um, this, we keep talking about this, like, Old Republic vibe that we're getting. You know, we're learning more about the Old Republic. We learned a lot about it through, in it, I mean, in a, uh, what's the right word I'm looking for? In a roundabout way in mm-hmm. Rogue One because we learned about Jeddah. We learned about the religion of... I guess you, it's a religion, right? The religion yeah. of the Jedi. Yeah, effectively. Yeah. Um, and how faithful people were to it, more about the lore. It seems like we're diving into it more from a very specific Jedi stance um, in Last Jedi. So what do you think... Do you think that we'll dive enough into Old Republic to where they would explore doing some standalone movies and like going back and... I mean, Yoda was 900 years old when he died. So we could see Yoda or, like, Yoda's parents or, I mean, really dive into it. I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, there is potential because, I mean, supposedly whatever planet Luke is on right now, like at the end of Force Awakens, is where the first Jedi Temple is. Right. So. And it it stands to reason that Luke has been studying, you know, and even in his, like, outfit that he's wearing and all that sort of stuff, it's all very... Like, the dude's been busy. <laughs> and so it's like, you know, he's not just been isolated in this place. So I think, I think you know, that could be the logical next step for the story and, and where it goes and really uncovering some of the historical elements of the story. Similar to what they did with episodes one through three in 2000, even though we try to ignore those as ever existing as movies. We do? Yeah. I mean, everybody loves the prequel <laughs> stories, and this would be the prequel to the prequels. So. Yeah. Could be episodes negative two through zero. 
<laughs> that would be great. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. They'd come up with something witty, though, like Star Wars, Old Republic, one. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, something witty like that. Yeah, so we're like really good marketers. They're totally going to steal this idea. Um, <laughs> speaking of old, let's talk about Snoke really quick. With all this new insight we have from the trailer, which is basically nothing because you know they're just tricking us. Um, so cryptic. It is cryptic. I do agree with you. Quick sidetrack. I didn't realize it at first because I was so excited for the trailer, but it is so much like the Force Awakens trailer, like when Finn pops up and then they show Rey like, like, <gasps> like it's a classic great way to start a trailer, mm-hmm. but like, come on guys, you know? I feel like this trilogy that they're going to make will have its own kind of feel to it that's different than the others. And that could be a reason why it's a lot like The Force Awakens. Because um, you you kind of get the same vibe that it's like 4, 5, and 6. Um, like they said, the, fork, the Force Awakens is a lot like A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Like the same kind of yeah. feel. Same story. Same Literally. story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a huge like planet-sized weapon and all that. Mm-hmm. Um but it could just be like its own sort of feel for this trilogy, like uh, how they're going about it. I was thinking of that like the second time I watched it, I think, because I remember talking to you, Liz, after I watched the first one, and you said it was a lot like The Force Awakens. And when I thought of that, I was like, it could just be their tie on it now, or like J.J. Abrams' tie on it, because he's the new director of it. But Well, Rain Johnson, Wilson Johnson. Rain Wilson is Wayne Dwight Re- from The Office. Oh, yeah. Oops. <laughs> Rain, <laughs> Rain Johnson. He's a genius in his own right. Right. <laughs> so. I'm sure he was approached to direct episode eight. Um, but uh, whatever. Pregnancy brain. Okay. That's my excuse for everything now. Um, I think that I agree with you. And it, these did have, it did have a darker tone, like in the, in the very beginning of Force Awakens, when you see like how they shoot the stormtroopers in the ship, you were like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, I was getting a little scared for a minute. But I think what we didn't, what we keep forgetting, we didn't see Benicio Del Toro in this trailer. Mm-mm. We didn't see Laura Dern in this trailer. Mm-mm. We didn't see, um, oh, I can't believe I forgot her name, but she plays the mechanic. She was at the Star Wars panel. Uh, oh, yeah. She's um, an Asian actress, and she's, they're all stars in this. And we didn't mm-hmm. see Snoke either. And we didn't see Snoke in the trailer. So, like, four very key people that we know of, weren't even in the trailer. So the trailer is 100% definitely a teaser. Yeah. Um, but I th- teaser in more than just this is the teaser trailer. Teaser, like, we're not telling y'all shit. Yeah. Uh, but we heard this theory about Snoke. Uh, my partner in crime, Lindy, and I were doing a Star Wars panel at one of the Wizard World Comic Cons the last couple weeks. And in one of the panels, someone was saying that they think, you guys have probably heard this before, but that they're kind of tricking us a little bit with how they're shooting this. And with Finn, you know, the first one is called The Force Awakens, and we first see Finn. And there's all this, like, attention on this stormtrooper. Like, why do they care about the stormtrooper so much? Like, so he falls out of line, like, why not just kill him? You know, they're, they kept, like, trying to, like, find him or yeah they thought they had he had the plans or whatever but it felt a little bit more than that so maybe he is actually 
more significant than we think. And this person was proposing and saying, which is probably not true, but that Snoke could possibly be Mace Windu and that Finn is his offspring. I mean, it's Rob. Yeah. I mean, I know it's it's like a it's far ambitious. stretch because yeah. they're yeah. both like the only African American people in the franchise. But uh, Lando, Lando, well, I meant like Jedi, like oh, right. whatever. I don't know, but I think um, I don't know. Say that to Lando's face. I know. I'm sorry, Billy D. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I don't know, so that was a theory as well, but do you guys think that Finn has more significance than is let on? I definitely think he has more Jedi significance than they lead on, because I just thought of this. They go from calling a movie The Force Awakens to The Last Jedi, so it's kind of two extremes, one after the other, Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like they could be, I just thought that was weird, like they go from... The Force Awakens, you think it would get, like, a resurgence and kind of, like, strong again to just, like, completely, like... And Luke's like, hell no, this shit is ending. Like, the walls up, like, no more fucking, or freaking, whatever. (laughs) This is an adult podcast. It's okay. (laughs) So, I don't know. I just thought of that, and I definitely think when you mentioned Finn, he definitely could have a lot more Jedi significance than what they showed in Force Awakens. He did wield... A lightsaber. Pretty damn well. I mean, as well as Han did. Which is... You just stole what I was going to say for the trivia question at the end. Oh. Well, I didn't say when. Oh, just stop talking. Okay. Love you. You guys are made for each other. Oh. It's all right. It's so gross. Just stop. Oh, my gosh. Okay. No, that you make a really good point. I didn't think of that. They are two extremes. It's like Force Awakens here. It's great. And then it's like just kidding. The Jedi are all gonna die. Well, did you guys see? Yeah. The, did you say see the title theory about it though? The, uh, from gonna, from his map, that it's gonna spell out something. Oh, like well, yes, but that was the joke. Wait. Oh, the meme. Hold on, hold on. Ex- explain it, from his Patrick. Map. Well, the that's what that's somebody. Force Awakens, the last Jedi from his map. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw but, like, that. Like how yeah. episode nine could have a title that finishes like the sentence. Oh, yeah. the Force Awakens, the Last Jedi. From his nap. From, from his nap, <laughs> dude. From his nap would be a good one. Episode nine. From his nap. Why? Is, wait, no. Why isn't it not from her nap? Oh yeah, Ray could be the Last Jedi. Or from its nap. There are a lot of species out there, and I'm sure some of them are like asexual. I think it's going to be called from the Minicorians. No. <laughs> well, what about? How about uh, Force Ghosts? Let's talk about the Force Ghosts for a second. Luke hasn't been just chilling by himself. And in the first, in episodes four through six, like, I forgot how much Alec Guinness is in that shit. Like, he's talking to him a lot. Like, yeah. he's like, he like sat down. Like, they had a conversation. Yeah. yeah I, what, what do you guys think about Force Ghost Anakin talking to Kylo Ren? That's what I'm saying, okay? What have I been saying since day one? You guys have all agreed with me. I mean, I, I don't I don't mean to take claim of this, but I very <laughs> strongly believe this. Darth Vader is not what's calling Anakin, or what... It, Anakin thought that Han was this light that was pulling him. Anakin is a Force ghost. Do you think people, like, forgot about that? I guess the only people that would know that Anakin actually threw Sidious off a cliff, or off the 
railing would be Luke. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. some people may not believe it. Like, oh, no, I'm still going to worship Vader. It's like, no, he's chilling with Yoda and Ben. Like, he's good. Yeah, Vader's over. He's completely... Yeah, Vader's over. end. He's Annie now. He's Annie. Again. Annie. Annie. Yeah, it does. It does make you wonder about who Snoke is and what, where that even came from. So you wonder if we'll get some of the origin story there. Do you have? Do you guys have any more Snoke theories based on all the Star Wars 40th celebration stuff and the trailer coming out teaser trailer? Well, if if this book has something to do with the Old Republic and the balance of the Force, I suspect Snoke is a very old, old being. Do you think he's one that we have heard of or seen before? Or it could be a girl. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel like, you know, one thing I always try to think about to keep my mind, to like simplify things in my mind is how much can they possibly explain in two and a half hours? You know, and so yeah. there's there's elements of the story that might just be simpler to explain if they, if Snoke is just like, this really old Republic being, and then they introduce some old Republic concepts and they keep it relatively simple as opposed to trying to weave together this crazy story of like, well, if it's Mace Windu, like where the fuck did Mace Windu go? And how, how are they going to unwind that story? Dagobah, he could have chilled there. That's where all the like, <laughs> it's just, he, uh, he ate some of that, that awful building. soup that Yoda made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I agree with Eric to where he, he, I mean, to me, it's just, if he's like a Mace Windu or, Someone from the the prequels. It's just it's way too much story to explain. Right. I mean, if they've just been off the grid for like thirty years, it's yeah. just stupid. Yeah. It well, should just be an entirely someone from the old republic that you know maybe was loosely tied into the prequels or maybe had some sort of significance. But you know, if it's anything else, then it's just too much. Well, and it's opportunity for some originality to be right. brought in, which is great. Right. And if we're gonna focus on tying shit together. Let's save that screen time for explaining why Ray is a Kenobi. Yeah, exactly. Because we all know it's true. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and you got to think too. Like Disney's also in it to make money. So can they use can they use Snoke as a member of the Old Republic to lay the foundation for future films? Which is something we have said. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Agreed. Okay, I think we hit the nail on the head on the most part. Is there anything burning or theories that you guys have wanted? To talk about. Get off your chest. Um, I really think Ray is going to lose her right hand in this movie. I'm just calling that right now. It's a common theme throughout. You think it'll be the right, though? It'll like, definitely be the right hand. Okay. She'll Who'd still you... be flawless. <laughs> she'll probably lose a limb. Yes. Yeah. Someone's got to lose a limb. Someone's sure. got to lose a limb. So, we got... Here are our must-haves for episode eight. Uh, showing the process of making your lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Yes. A lightsaber battle, um, losing a limb, not just any lightsaber battle, Luke using his lightsaber. Yes. And someone losing a limb. Any and, other must-haves? And trying to explain where Snoke came from. Or at least yeah. starting at to. At least touching on it. Okay. All right, I'm down with that. Maybe Han being a force ghost. Just bring him back. I'm being a force ghost. That would be awesome. Well, speaking of, my trivia was going to be, what is the one time in all of the Star Wars films that Han Solo wields a lightsaber? I did not give that away. I just said he... Then stop talking, Eric. Wielded a lightsaber. Are you asking us? Yes. 
It's in the beginning of Empire Strikes Back. When? When he cuts, when he cuts open the... That creature. Tauntaun. The Tauntaun. On the hop. Oh, I thought I was going to get you guys. Oh, please. Really? Well, okay. Is this amateur hour? He's the only, he's the only non-Jedi to... Jedi. <laughs> Jedi. He's the only non-Jedi. As opposed to a Jedon. <laughs> yeah, Han is definitely a Jedon. <laughs> to wield the lightsaber. I mean, so, come on, Liz. Well, Finn wield a lightsaber, so. Yeah, That's true. Maybe there's well, a connection. He's, yeah. he's poor sensitive AF. Finn? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah he, wants, he wants Han to use her uh, hand, as Lando would say. Yeah. To use the force in, I remember when it Oh yeah, he's like, the, the force, planet. well, we'll use the force. That's not how the force works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Um, that was really fun. I think we decided our next episode may be around a Kenobi movie and why. Ooh, and when it's going to happen. And when it's going to happen. Yeah, so we'll get, like, super tactical with it. Like, yeah. With release dates and all sort of stuff. Like you and I know you're waiting to get the call, but just get your people to kind of like press Disney a little bit. Start growing that beard now. Just say, it's like, I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, hear me roar. (laughs) It's going to happen. Hear me roar. (laughs) It has to happen. Well, thanks so much, guys. That was great. (laughs) That's... That's our live audience, a.k.a. our one fan and our parents. So uh, thanks so much. Uh, Make sure you follow us, purefandom.com, at pure underscore fandom on Twitter and Instagram. Check us out on Facebook. We're going to be doing a Facebook Live next week where we want to hear your thoughts on these theories. We'll be giving away some free shit, so tune in for that. And until next time, keep sound. Visit purefandom.com for more kick-ass news on your favorite shows, fandoms, movies, and more.